0: Welcome to This is Peace, the podcast of Peace Baptist Church located in Decatur, Georgia. On This is Peace, we're sharing all things peace. Sermons, devotions, inspiration, and conversations at the intersection of faith and culture. At Peace Baptist Church, our mission is to make disciples and meet needs. Our number one goal is to help you seek, serve, and share God. Let's jump into today's episode. I've got a message for you today called the best is not behind us. Just say that with me wherever you are. The best is not behind us. You know, um, and that's what you need to know today. So we're gonna look at um, two scriptures that we'll look at. And We're gonna be looking at the life of Joseph very briefly. I'm not gonna give you every single detail of his life, but we're gonna be looking at what the word of God says about what Joseph went through. And we'll be learning some principles, four things I wanna teach you today. And to, for you to know that the best is not behind you. Um, let's pray and ask God's blessing. Father, I praise you and I thank you for your love and grace. I pray you bless this time today. We look forward to this last day of 2023, and we're excited about moving into 2024. Thank you for my friends and my family and church members and everybody who has joined us today. We just pray, Father, that you impact us with your word. Thank you for the light and the love that you have for us as we put our trust and our confidence in you. Father, continue to use us, stretch us and strain us, Lord God, so that we can one day hear you say, well done, good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now, if you got your Bibles, you want to turn over to Jeremiah 29.11. Most of us know that, Jeremiah 29.11, and we're going to be looking at Genesis 37 and one verse, verse 5. Genesis 37, 5, and we'll start with Jeremiah 29.11. The word says in Jeremiah 29.11, for I know God is speaking, for I know the plans I have for you, not to hurt you, not to harm you, but to give you hope and a future. God has promised to give us hope and a future. And that's good news, isn't it, on the last day of 2023, for us to know that God got a plan, that it's a prosperous plan, and it's a plan, plan that brings us good and not harm. And you got to really believe that now the next verse is a promise to joseph or what god gave to joseph a dream he gave to joseph but that dream came with um, some strychnine in it if you would where some people wanted to poison the dream that god had given joseph and we want to talk about that today as there may be people in your life or circumstances in your life that's caused a poison in what god's plan is for your life genesis 37 and verse 5 says this joseph had a dream and when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. Now notice, God gave them a dream. God has a plan for us, a good plan, but other people often don't see that as a good plan. And because of his dream, they did what? They started to hate him for it. The truth is that God has a dream for your life. Truth is God has a dream for Peace Baptist Church. He has a dream for everybody who's watching us today. And what you've got to do is you've got to trust him. There is. Today, absolutely no pressure on you to come up with a plan or to come up with a dream of your own. God already has a plan. He already has a dream for you. Now the issue is you're gonna to have to trust him in that because he has a plan that is going to bless you. Jeremiah 29 11, for I know the dreams that I have for you. That's what God says. God's got a dream for you. Don't you wanna live that dream and fulfill that dream? What kind of plans you ought to be asking God? What kind of plans do you have for me? What kind of dream do you have, God? I'm I'm hoping that you're already experiencing that in 23, but maybe in 24, God's gonna really, really advance the dreams and plans he has for your life. Uh, Plans to prosper us. He says to give us hope and a future. Now in Joel chapter two, it says these last days or in the last days, God will pour out his spirit in such a way that the youth department of Peace Baptist Church will prophesy and the younger uh, heart uh, the older individuals will dream dreams, right? That the young men will, 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 will um, be able to have visions and old men will dream dreams. What, what does it say, amen? It says that God has a dream for each and every one of us and that God has a dream for every generation, the old and the young. And I'm looking forward to what the Spirit of God's gonna do as we move into 2024. He's not done with us yet because God has a magnificent dream for each and every one of us. But I want to tell you there's always a gap between when you see the dream in your heart and when you receive the dream in reality. And so what you've got to do is just wait on God. If you wait on him, amen, he will manifest what he has for you. And in between you seeing the dream or the vision, God loves to test us along the way to see if we can, you know, handle the weight of the dream, that we can handle the magnitude of it, and we can handle the influence that the dream being realized may give to us, that we can really stand with the impact of the dream. And so today we're gonna talk about tests and there are four tests that God takes us through. And so if, if, if the dream that you have doesn't have a test, amen, and it doesn't scare you, then probably that dream is not from God because God's always gonna try you. He's always going to prove you for the dream. He's gonna develop you before he begins to bring the dream and he is gonna, and many times that development and the test that he takes us through scares us to death. But I wanna, I wanna kinda right size some of that scare that you may be having and for you not to be so scared and just know that this is the process that God takes everybody through. Everyone in the scripture went through it, every person that I know in my own personal life and certainly in my life and I know in yours as well, you're gonna go through it. We know it can't happen in our own strength. The dream that God has can't come to us in our own strength or in our own power nor with the resources that we have right now. So we have to trust God to bring about the dream. So let's pray and let's believe that today that God will speak to us. So God, have your way in this message in Jesus name. Now, God allows you to see the, the, um, the, 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 the dream if you would, but you don't get the development of that dream until you go into the dark room the dark room of development I mean, when i was a kid and uh, we were in high school i i dated a girl who was uh, on the yearbook um staff and they back then we had these old fashion cameras not you know iphones and things like now where you could take dozens dozens of pictures you had to take one picture and then you it would be on a on a film if you went on a negative then they would go into the dark room and develop it and then bring it out that's what god does god lets us see a snapshot of it, but we don't fully see it in color yet. We don't really see it fully developed. The way that it gets developed is that it goes into the dark room and then it is able to be able to show forth what it really has for us. But what you've got to do is you've got to let God develop you. You see, a lot of us, we want a dream today on Sunday and then we want it to come to pass by Monday. But listen, it doesn't work that way. You've got to go through the dark room of development. Now, now, here's the number one test that God's gonna take you through, and it's a hard one. It's a hard one. Number one test, and I want you to write this down if you're taking notes. The first test you're going to face is the test of resentment, resentment, <laughs> right? The, uh, hatred. the Bible says he was hated by his brothers. That, that, that's the first. God gave him a dream. It's in his heart. It's in his head. He began to tell it to other people, and he began to try to live it out he'd been try- tried to speak it out. And then those, a man that he entrusted with that dream, who he hoped would cheer him on, they were the ones who hated him the most. And it was on family members, some of his closest people in their life. And many times, that's what happens to us. I don't know how to tell you this, but everybody doesn't like you. <laughs> everybody does not like you. Everybody's not going to cheer for you. Everybody's not wanting to see you advance. What's on your life it often provokes jealousy in others. What God has placed on you, the anointing that's on your life, the calling that's on your life, causes some people to wanna to resent you, wanna cause you to not to succeed. We don't live for the acceptance or the approval of man though, no. We live for the acceptance and the approval of God. We, we don't need man's praise, we don't need man's approval, we need God's approval. So if man does not co-sign on what God has already authorized in your life, guess what? Just drop it. Don't worry about it. Who cares? Elijah was rejected. Peter was rejected. Moses was rejected. Jesus is rejected, has been rejected. And guess what? You're going to be rejected as well. The Bible literally literally says in Proverbs, the fear of man is a trap. It's a snare. And I don't want you to be trapped because you're trying to prove people and not live for an audience of one. You see, the problem is not for a, uh, the problem is for a lot of us, we, we get rejected by people and we take it too personal. And, and then we let them stop us because they're not for us. But if God be for us, here's what Paul says, who can be against us? What you gotta do is trust God. You, you gotta face rejection um, and, 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 and God wants to see when you face rejection, can you still be peaceful? Or are you still able to love people? or does it turn you into some hateful, spiteful person? Um, uh, And so Joseph had to go through the test of rejection. And listen, you're going to go through the test of rejection. there are going to be people who are not going to approve of what you believe God has called you to do. And you got to keep moving on anyhow. And I hope that that's exactly what you're going to do. Now they put him in a pit, his brothers throw him into a pit and in the pit, that's where oftentimes the devil wants to dream to die because many of us have been thrown in a pit through rejection, people rejected us, and the dream dies. But Joseph's dream doesn't die. Even in the pit, he still believes God because the Bible says God was with him and the dream stayed with him. And so you've gotta pass the, the test, if you would, of rejection. And, and so they throw him in the pit, They were planning to kill him, they don't kill him, but so they sell him as a slave into Egypt, if you would. And he becomes a slave on the slave market. And, um, um, you know, he's now uh, working in Potiphar's house. So Joseph is brought to the home of of a guy who's very wealthy in the Egyptian court. His name is Potiphar. And Potiphar recognizes very early on that Joseph can really do a whole lot more than what the regular slave can do or servant can do. And so he turns over the whole household to Joseph. Now Joseph has control of everything. Everything Joseph touches turns to gold. Everything that Joseph does is working because guess what? God's with him. You know, and and maybe in this time, you know, the dream you want to, you know, it, it, it you know, I'm, like, I'm going to settle. <laughs> this is a pretty good, you know, think about it. Joseph is in a house or a wealthy man. All of the stuff he needs is there. He's got command of this house. If he wants something, he can just order it to be given to him. So he could probably give up on the dream himself. But this is not the dream God put in his heart. This is not what God has for him. And some of you all have settled for comfortability. You settled for a second class or third class um, rendition of God's dream for your life. And you gotta just not do that. And Joseph could have done that. And I'm just glad. I, I love the fact that he continued to let the dream stay inside of him, even though he could have lived comfortable the rest of his life and he didn't. And But he did have to face test number two. As soon as he started doing better, Here's what happens. A temptation comes to get him off course. When, when, when the enemy knows that you're not gonna quit, you're not gonna give up, he will bring all types of temptation, he'll bring all types of lures in your life to try to get you off, off, off track. Here's the second test you're gonna have to face. Now I want you to write this down if you're writing notes. It's the test of enticement. The first test was the test of, re, of, 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 um, of, of um, resentment, but now we're looking at the test of enticement. Enticement. Here's what it says in verse six of um, Genesis 39. So Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. And then what Joseph says is, my master has withheld nothing from me except for you when he's speaking to to Potiphar's wife, amen, because you're his wife. He he says, my master's given me everything in the house. He, 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 He has only said, don't mess with my wife. So Ms. Potiphar, guess what she does? She's the enticement. She's the lure. She's the temptation. She says, come lay with me. My husband's on a trip. Uh, we got this time together. Why don't you, amen, come and lay with me? Y'all know the story. Many of you know the story. Um, here's, here's the point I want you to see. You, 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 you've gotta be careful because there will come enticements that will say, you don't have to wait on God's timing. You don't have to wait on God's way. I can get you to what you want quicker. I can get you there quicker, you know, and that's exactly what that's what Miss um, Potiphar is trying to get Joseph to do, to compromise, to say, you know what? I can advance you. I can whisper sweet nothings into my husband's ear and, and allow him to give you property or give you land or give you more or even set you free. I can do all kinds of things. You can get there quicker if you just trust me and in your life, there are going to come times where there's going to be enticements. But you got to do like Joseph does. He runs away he gets out of there and you got to get out of there. When you recognize of the enemy, when it smells like smoke, you got to start smoking yourself. I mean, you know, by just rushing, running and getting out of there. Um, I, 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 here's what Joseph says. and This is, you can tell his heart is towards God. His heart is really knit towards God because he, at, he says this, he tells her, how then could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? He says, your husband has le- left everything under my charge, but you, and, 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 and beyond that, this is number one, how could I do this to sin against God who's been so good to me, Who, who's, who's made a way for me? He recognizes he has a responsibility to God. Joseph saw it as a test of loyalty and faithfulness, not to Potiphar, not to Potiphar's wife, not even to himself, but a faithfulness and loyalty to God. I want to tell you, if you ever want to be used by God, if you ever are going Uh, to step into the dream that he has for you, you gotta be faithful in three things in your life. You gotta be faithful in the first things that God has said to you. Secondly, you gotta be faithful in the small things, not just the big stuff, the small little things. And you also, number three, you gotta be faithful in the things that don't belong to you. And Potiphar's wife did not belong to Joseph. And you gotta make sure you're faithful with the first things God told you to do. You gotta be faithful with the small things that God tells you to do. And you got to be faithful with what's not yours, and be a good steward of that. And so he, he he runs away. She says he tried to you know rape me or hurt me. Potiphar comes home. He's upset. Throws Joseph into prison, and there Joseph is in prison, and he's facing now his third test. It's the test of, it's the test of confinement. The test of confinement, being isolated in prison. You know, here he is trying to do good things like some of you all. You've been following what God's called you to do. You're doing the will of God. You you, you know, you've you've, you've, um, you're not, you've, resisted temptation and the reward sometimes is isolation. It's the reward is not sometimes that you are able to advance into the fullness of the dream that God has placed in your heart. Sometimes God then, you know, takes you into what I call the test of confinement. You know, um, there's resentment. There is the test of enticement. And now the test of confinement. Sometimes when God does his best work with us, it's when you are in the private times of your life, when you're all alone. I'm gonna tell you, that's true. God does the best work because He's, he takes us, if you would, into those private places, those um, alone places, those isolated places. And that's where he begins to really shape us and where our real character really comes forth. God really works on you when you're on the platform, on the stage of life, right? He works with us when we're in private, you know? Character is, this is a definition for character, character is who you are when no one's looking. And God wants to know who are you when no one's looking. And so Joseph now for years suffers in prison. And sometimes you have to remember that if, that if the light that is in you shines brighter than the light that is on you, than that light that's shining on you. Excuse me, let me let me, let me say that again. I, I said that wrong. Um, if, 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 sometimes you have to remember that if the light that is on you that shines brighter than the light that is in you, the light that is on you will destroy you. Did you get that? If the light that is on you, if the attention that's coming at you is brighter than the light of God, the character of God in your life, then the light that's shining on you will be that light that destroys you. That's why you see a lot of people get puffed up. They get very successful in life, but because they have no real light on the inside, the light on the outside shining on them destroys them. And I don't wanna see that happen to you. I, I, want you to, I want you to last. I want you to be to succeed. I want you to get to the end of what God has for you. So, so, so why God does this is he builds you up in private. He strengthens us in quiet, in those quiet places. To, 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 to see the see if you know how the test of confinement and isolation will will, will cause us um, um, to to really let the real character inside of us come forth because in that time of confinement you feel like you've forgotten that you've been abandoned you feel like everybody's forgotten you that even god himself forgotten you you feel like you might be forgotten by man um, but but you're not forgotten by god because god says i will never leave you nor will I forsake you. See, it's the test of confinement. Will you keep the dream, if you would, in your heart, even when, amen? It's um, a, a confinement time that you're in, a, a prison sentence that you've got to. Where no, nobody is supporting you. People are forgetting you, like the the butler, you know, and uh, the baker forgot him. You know, didn't remember him. He's helping other people. Jo- Joseph, Joseph is in prison but he still stays kind. He still is helping people. He still does the right thing because he knows the favor of God is on his life. And so he passes the confinement test because he doesn't let that aloneness, that isolation cause him to become bitter. He may have bitterness around him, but here's the good thing. Bitterness didn't get on the inside of him. And listen, some of you all in 2023 have been bitter people. You have let you've been isolated. You have been confined. A lot of things that you thought were going to happen in 2023 didn't happen. That might have been the test of confinement. And and if you pass the test because you didn't you maintain your, your character, you didn't lose your integrity in the whole process, then God in 2024 may be moving you to the next stage. And the last stage is the test of endowment. All right, there's resentment there is um, um, enticement, there is confinement, but here's the one where you're going to receive the dream and you're going to be able to be in that position that God has promised that he was going to take you. It is the test of endowment, Where, where, where to find out with humility, can you use the power God has given to you, the influence that God has given to you to help people, not to harm. So Joseph becomes the the head of of Egypt after the Pharaoh. He interprets the Pharaoh's dream. He gets released from prison. The Pharaoh realizes that he has a great guy with a whole lot to offer and he makes him the prime minister of Egypt. He's in charge of everything. So the issue is um, Joseph could have been in charge a long time ago. Some of you all could have been where you need to be a long time ago, but God has to prove us to see can we handle the, the weight of glory. You heard me say this a lot. Sometimes I talk about the weight of glory. We know how to deal with the weight of suffering, but there are very few people who can handle the weight of glory, the weight of success, because sometimes you get it. And now you want to push down people who 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 weren't there for you in the past. You want to prove something to people who didn't believe that you could make it yesterday and they don't believe it. And so, yeah, you got to show them. And so you get off track. You leave the plan that God has for you, the calling on your life, you know, and you begin to, um, you know, get the big head. You got to be very careful of that. Um, And and so Joseph, Joseph passes the test of endowment because later, um, not only is he using that power um, to um, you know, get good things for himself. He marries a woman, he ends up having kids. Good things happen to him because he's living the dream. But guess what he also does? He's helping other people. Joseph literally saves the world at that the known world at that particular time. There's a famine going on, and he's able to have a plan to be able to cause the um to cause the um the the whole the whole nations if you would nations and other people to come to Egypt to get um, you know wheat and crops and things like that that they've been storing up he, he he uses his power to help others and then when his brothers have to come because they're in a famine as well in their their land what he does is he could have seen his brothers who were the ones who threw him in the pit sold him into slavery he could have t- taken his power to be able to squash them but Joseph doesn't do that. Instead, he uses the power that he has and he tests them to takes them through a test to see if their characters change, just like God tested him. But when he sees that they really are sorrowful for the, what they did to him, he lets them know that I'm your brother and what the devil meant for evil. God turned around for good and Joseph passed the ultimate test of endowment because he now, he is now proven that he is worthy of the authority and the position that God has given to him. And, and so God can trust him, but not only can God trust him, others can trust him, too. So the, that's the issue that you want to get through. You want to get to a place where you can, a man, be entrusted with the favor that God uh, has on your life and what God is, wants to bring into your life. Many of us have not received the dream yet because we can't pass the test of endowment because what happens is we get the big head. Now we want to hurt and abuse people. We don't want to help people. We want to harm people or we want the light to be on us and not on God, who's the one who made the way for us. We, we, we have to pass that test. My brothers and sisters, that's just a little bit of what we're going to be dealing with in the next several months. In fact, all next year, I'm going to be helping you to live the dream. Right Tonight, when you come back tonight um, for our watch night service at nine o'clock, the doors are open up. I want you to come. We got services for children and our teens. They'll be in their own worship service as well. You come out because I'm going to talk tonight about um, how you can live the dream, how you can position yourself to live the dream. So today was just a little tidbit to get you ready to whet your appetite for what we're going to say tonight. And listen, what we're going to be talking about all of 2024 because I believe God has something wonderful for us. He has been preparing us for these last 30 years as a church, certainly he's been doing that for me as pastor of this church for 30 years, and I believe I'm not alone in what God is about to do, that 2024 and 2025, I really believe that despite what's going on around the world, despite the famine, notice that Joseph was able to prosper and continue to be blessed. Even in the famine, it was a famine that was affecting the whole world. But when you're with God and you're following his way and you're following his word and you're maintaining good integrity and character, it doesn't matter what famines are going on, you will be preserved. In fact, God can use you to be a blessing to others who are suffering but you gotta be willing, amen, for him to take you through the test of resentment and be rejected. You gotta be willing to be able to resist the enticement of the world and the enemy who's gonna try to pull you off of what God has for you. You're gonna have to pass the test of being confinement and not try to make things happen and just wait on God because if you wait on him, he will make a way for you, I promise you so that you will be able to pass the final test of endowment when God finally gives it to you, amen. um, Your character will be able to allow you to keep it because God can give a lot of stuff to us, but sometimes our character won't allow us to keep what God gives because uh, we are unfaithful with the things that he's placed in our hands. I hope that's not your story. And over this next uh, year, we're gonna really, really try to mine out of you the entrepreneurial faith that's inside of you. Some of y'all have been talking about stuff, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do this, amen, in my life, and you haven't even started yet. Well, I'm gonna try my best to get you started doing what God has called you to do so that we together can continue to walk through, amen, um, this season of, I believe, God's, God's blessing for those who He's prepared for this. And I believe that um, this is a a season uh, of of increase, I really do, in so many ways in our lives. Increase in every way, in your family, in your faith, in your finances, in your future. And I want you to be able to trust God with that. Thank you for joining us today. If you're ready to take the next step in your journey with Christ, we wanna celebrate with you. We also have some resources to help you on your journey. To find out more about Peace Baptist Church, head over to our website at thisispeace.org. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Thanks for listening. Peace.